eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, I got a thumbs up. I got Al seated. I think we're set to go. So we start the podcast in three, two, one. Hey, what's up, Al? How you oh, doing? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, welcome uh, aboard the podcast train. <laughs> Jerry, what would you do in this situation? Because I know what I want to do, but I also want to do Kick the right their thing. Ass. And here's my question. So, you know, I've told you I'm like locked in on the these jeans I've purchased that... <laughs> Yes. I don't know why I'm not happy with them, but for uh, because they're not my current jeans that I've been wearing for five years nonstop. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, at one point, I did decide I'm keeping these jeans. I cut the tags off. I washed the jeans. You're stuck with the jeans. I've worn the jeans. But I'm like, I want to return the jeans. You, you're not returning the jeans. So I went on the uh, the website, and the website says you... Now, I did return another pair, which I <clears throat> ordered online. When I got them, they were not the color I thought they were. Sent them back nice and easy. I got to drop them off at Staples. Even like it was crazy. But I didn't wear them. I didn't wash them. Tags were on them. Everything good. So on the website, it allowed me to go in and, and set up a return for these jeans. But on the thing, it says, you, you know, the jeans have to be returned with the tags on. Mm-hmm. But my question is this. Let's say I just send them back the way they are. They have them now. Yeah, they'll send them right back to you. They're going to send me back used jeans? Probably. I'll tell you what they're not going to do. Apparently, they probably won't refund you. You don't think so? I don't. I'm thinking They might give you a partial credit, but they can't just take jeans back that have been washed and clipped. How will we not know you didn't wear them for four weeks? I, you know, you, you can't. I know they have the records of when you yeah, bought them. they know when I bought them. Who's to say you didn't get them from someone else? I, you know, you can't do that. You can't do business I, like that. I know, but I'm saying, like, what, as a company, what do they do? So they get these jeans show back up. Mm-hmm. They got to do something. If it's a with big them. company, you send them right back to you. And you guys can just keep trading them back and forth. 
So they're going to send them back to me. I'm going to go back to Staples and return them and just keep going back and forth. I guess. I don't know. I yeah, really I'm don't curious. know. Like, I, I think I'm just going to try to beat the jeans up to make them get softer and, okay. and all these things. But part of me wants to see what happens if I send them back. Let's see how far this goes. Yeah. Maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe they'll give you a store credit. They could do that where they're not going to refund you your money. But you know what? If you want your $80 to buy something else, that's but the, fine. All they got is jeans. What? I said they, it just, it'll just be more jeans. I, I don't like the jeans. Well, you're stuck. They're giving you a credit to try something else. They have nothing else there. They don't sell socks. They have other things, but everything's so expensive there. I went to some bougie Well, that's, on, that's on you. The customer's always right, Jerry. Right, so maybe they'll, the give you a, maybe they'll give you a credit. Yeah, part of me, part of here's what I've got to decide. Part of me wants to return them to see what happens. Part of me says, you know what? Wash the jeans some more, beat them up a little bit, put them in the dryer with like tennis balls or something. You know what I mean? Try to soften them up. This is really what's encompassing your life yeah, right now. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously, yeah. No, I get it. I, 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 well, actually, I don't get it, but. Yeah, that I know is, you this, enough to get it. This is what is going on in my life. Yeah, wow, that doesn't sound. And you actually look forward to the weekends. Yeah, why? You have so much time that you're screwing around with jeans all day. <laughs> in a related note, Jerry, I did order uh, balls for the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> dryer balls. Are you familiar with dryer balls? No. They're like, I, I haven't done laundry in years. They're wool balls that you put in with your clothes and you're drying them to soften them up. Instead yeah, I hope of you using, weren't shoving them to your ass. <laughs> I was kind of assuming they went in the dryer. Instead of instead of using chemical softeners, which are bad for your fabrics. Oh, Christ, with this now. So I ordered them. They just never showed up from Amazon. <laughs> and when, when I go to click it on says it. says delivered? No, it oh. says, uh, it actually says like something like, we don't know where these are. <laughs> You, I guess you could cancel them. You guess I could cancel them. Where are they? And That's when you go weird. on the track package tracking, they're just at a facility somewhere for two weeks. Sitting there in pre-transit. I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's weird. They especially, did let me, especially Amazon. Yeah. So if you're wondering what I'm consumed with, do I keep my jeans? Where are my dryer balls? This is what is going on in my life. You know, I'm really not worried about what you're doing. Hmm. Just assume it's something goofy like this. Yeah. It's fine. Then here's something else I did yesterday. <laughs> I actually brought in my phone to sh- share the text messages I had with my sister Chrissy yesterday. So Chrissy is a uh, she's a full time mom now, but in her previous life, before having children, she was a biology teacher in high school. Oh yeah, we've talked about yeah. So she's we, those, we've discussed so she knows she's a very big biology person. <clears throat> so randomly, while I was walking my dog yesterday, I was. Thinking about the chimpanzees on that Netflix documentary. So I texted this to her. Hey, Chris, science question for you. If we evolved from the apes, why are the apes still here? How would you answer that, Jerry? I don't know. I didn't study it. I have no idea. Like, I thought if we evolved from something, nothing no longer exists. I don't know the answer to that. What did, how did she respond? Luckily, she did have an answer. So she wrote, we evolved from a common ancestor that apes also evolved from. Very common misconception. Kind of like foxes and wolves and coyotes and dogs evolved from a 
dog-like mammal. So we have the most recent common ancestor with chimps than gorillas. So chimps are more closely related to humans than they are to gorillas. If you want to discuss, I could talk for 12 hours about this. Wow, what a family. <laughs> I saw Were you I, able to rest easy now should, last night? I should have wrote back to her and go, listen, I've got a whole situation <laughs> with dryer balls over here. I cannot be talking about chimpanzees. Al, I don't even know what to say to you anymore. <laughs> How do you think she feels? She has three kids and got that message. She couldn't wait to actually talk to yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> she got that message asking about chimpanzees. She, she's begging you to call. <laughs> Then I, uh, then I call my husband gets home. This is where I don't have to talk to him either. <laughs> then I wrote back to her this morning. Oh, gosh. Because I wanted to make sure I had this message to bring up to you on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So then I wrote, uh, wrote to her this morning. These chimps in the documentary eat other monkeys as their main meat source. No other, They don't eat other chimps, but some other monkeys in the jungle. And she wrote back, yes, gorillas are herbivores, but chimps are omnivores. My point was they're eating other chimp-like animals, mm-hmm. which is, we don't eat other human-like animals. No, we shouldn't. And we shouldn't. We shouldn't. I'm just curious, that text was during the show this morning? <laughs> 902. In all fairness, we were talking about Long Island politics. Yes, I understand. And I was tuned out. I, I know. Well, you don't live on Long Island. I don't know so. what goes on in Long Island politics. Uh, I wanted to bring this up to you. I was actually thought this might come up on the show. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm sitting at home. Thinking about dryer balls, <laughs> why chimps are yes. eating other monkeys as their main meat source. Yep. And I get a text message from one Craig Carton. Hey, so did I. Yeah, it was a group text message uh, about, uh, dee, 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 dee. hey guys, save the date June 17th softball game. Boomer and Geo versus Carton and Roberts, Staten Island, 6 p.m. on a sat- on a summer Saturday. Yeah. No one wants to play softball. Stop asking. <laughs> he does. I know he does, but I don't like when people know the answer and they ask you anyway. Like, you know we don't want to play, but no, you put us in an awkward position. And I was waiting. I was like, I'm not going to be the first to respond to this text. So first Boomer responded about about having to maybe Golf move things that. around on his schedule. Then Geo responded, which I was not expecting. That he'd he's in if the rest of us play. And then I had to make something up. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote, I have to check with Gina to make sure we don't have anything that date. Meaning which is true, by the way. Yeah. Now here's what's true. I looked my calendars open. <laughs> we get three good months of weather. I know. One of those months is June. Yes, hopefully. On a Saturday? Go to Staten Island? Saturday night. And this part is true, which I wrote to him. I can't throw anymore because of my shoulder, but I can hang out. But I can't play. Like, right. I went to that Princeton Longevity Center. I told you, they said to me, do you have pain in your shoulder? Which I do. Yeah, I know. And I have a calcium deposit. I can't be throwing a softball around. I hear you. I understand. But what I don't understand, like, Boomer does this too, where it's like, he asks you to go do stuff that he knows you don't want to do. I think they get. I think they get. They get off on it. <laughs> Scott Craig's got two jobs. Yeah, like, go you would relax. Think on the weekend, stay home. Go relax somewhere. Yeah. No, I don't think he can relax. He wants to do things. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I can't answer because I don't know if I'm available or not. And I you didn't know. respond at all because I won't know until June 13th. Let me see who else was on this. Uh, Depends on uh, tournament schedule. 
So it was uh, Jerry, Geo, Boomer, me, and Evan. And then Evan writes in, I can't wait to take Boomer deep in slow pitch softball. <laughs> and here's the other thing that like, we do every charity, 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 charity. These softball games that we do, no one comes to. So unless it's going to be a big event yeah. where. Is this a charity one? I didn't even this know. is what he said, charity event. Oh, I didn't realize. No, we did that charity event at Yankee Stadium. That was a that was a charity was a event spectacle. softball game. I know they did the the thing at which I didn't go to the St. John's that basketball game. Yeah, right. That so it's going to be something like that. That was a good night. That was fun. But these games that we set up to just go it's for charity, and then like we sell three tickets. Yeah, I can tell you our football game is selling well. Oh, is that right? Yes, that is. Now, part of me was happy that this is a Saturday. Because it was during the week, I'm 100% out. But a Saturday, you know, I don't know. I don't really want to get in the car and drive up the parkway on a Saturday. I hear you. You know what I mean? I, I wish I could get different places, like, without going on the same roads. Like, I am, I don't want Take 35 wanna, all the way up. I don't want to get on the parkway. Yeah, you could take 35 to 9. You can avoid the parkway. Just take an extra hour. Right. <laughs> Like Saturday, we have a Boomer's uh, big event mm-hmm. that we go yep. to every yep. year. I go right back on the parkway. Yes, you do. <gasps> I know. I want to take a helicopter. Well, do that then. You got the money to do I it. I do not have a helicopter money. Yes, you do. No, you I could take a heli- yes, you do. You could take a helicopter if you wanted to. You go right out of uh, Route 34. Oh, in, yeah. And Wall. Yeah. Monmouth uh, Airport yeah, or something. Absolutely. I saw a helicopter going up the other day when I was hitting ball- golf balls. What would that cost me to go to New York on a helicopter I don't Saturday? Know. Thousand bucks? No, I did. I'd be more. If it was more a thousand that? bucks. I might do it. I didn't say round trip. I said to oh. get there. I don't know. It's a good question. That is a good question. Let's see. How are you? the question was where would you where to take you to? Because you got to then get to where we're going. Right. You have to land at the heliport. I know there's a heliport not far from here in New York. Okay. And then you'd have to go wherever this event is being held. Let's see. So I got helicopter, Jersey, short of New York City. Here you go. Fly to the New New Jersey coast. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Blade. Oh, yeah, Blade. So let's see. If I view flights, you think you'll give me a price? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. All right, we're going to go Saturday. Perfect. right there. Look at that. I can actually get it. No available flights. Okay, that worked out well. <laughs> so much for that. Hmm. Yeah, helicopters, too, plus, like, if it's going to be raining or windy. That That's like, true, and the weather does not look great on Saturday. Yeah, that I don't like. As a matter of fact, that yeah. sucks. That does stink. But, yeah, yeah. I know. Listen, sometimes you got to do things you really don't want to do. This is one of them, and you'll be fine. Well, I like going, I like the Boomer event. It's a nice event. You know, I always have a good time. Just going, getting to New York, I don't, I don't want to drive the same roads. And softball, I don't want to play. <laughs> That yes, I can tell you. You've made that abundantly clear. Yeah, come on. And he knows I we don't, don't want to play I, softball. I'll say what I've always said. Make it on a Thursday night. I'm good. I I like the Thursday night. I, that, to me, it's the end of the week. It's fun. No worries. The other weird thing, when I got this text message, when we got the text message, I was like, I'm not going to be the first to respond because if I say I'm going to play. Yes, then you're in trouble. Then I'm in trouble with the morning show with Boomer because I said I don't want to play softball anymore. But now I'm going to play on Craig's softball can't do that yeah well I, that's why i was surprised that g said yes right i know i was surprised too i thought that was a 100 percent out i didn't realize the power move would have been the not answer well i only did again Your i only move. didn't that was a power answer move, because Jerry. i 
can't answer right now. But you could have answered that you can't answer, but by not answering, that was a power move on your part. I like it. Uh, okay. I, I wasn't – that was not what I was trying to you do. You weren't trying to do power move? No. Alpha was, male. No, 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 no. That's what I'm seeing in the chimp community on this no, documentary. I, I wasn't trying to be an alpha anything. <laughs> You're trying oh. to be alpha chimp. Come on, man. No, 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 no. You know you learn sometimes things on uh, – like you. I got you, your price. Oh, for a helicopter ride? Yeah. What is it? Is this one way? That's that's what I'm saying, Jerry. It's expensive. Yeah, it's more than I thought. I think it's like five grand. It's you can you can get a nice helicopter for it looks like thirty two hundred. Yeah, it's too much. And that's Obviously. Robbinsville. That's not even the Jersey Shore. Oh, they don't no. have it from the Jersey Shore. No, so I don't think you can fly a helicopter. No. Sorry. Too bad, Jerry. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to help you. Yeah. Well, I could take a stretch of limo for. That's a. You know what? You're right. Right. You could get a car. Not a bad idea. Let me do that. You're gonna you're gonna have to deal with the traffic in Lower Manhattan again, right? <laughs> that was hilarious last year. Getting I was on the baseball field. I remember getting the field ready. You know, what I remember about that. That next morning, Joseph hit his first home run of the season, and I remember I was at the field getting it ready, and I was getting steaming hot texts from you about traffic. Oh, I was furious. You were so mad. Yeah, maybe I get a car into New York. Not but a that's bad so idea. Expensive. See, yeah, if you weren't staying there, it would make more sense. Right. Car in, car out, rather than the stay over. Right. You kind of have to drive if you're staying over. Right. Yeah. Damn it, Jerry. Damn. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I was, um, I, I found out some information about a person that I, who I didn't even know existed, but then found out some information about them, which happens Your sometimes. Your son. No, I do not have a son. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what happens when I when I like a song that I hear on the radio? Yeah, I there's like a process I go through. I like the song. I'll play the song. I look at the chords to see, oh, how is this playable on the piano? Then I might look on YouTube for somebody playing it on the piano. It's uh, then I Google the song meaning. Then I look about the song. So th- this happens. So there's a song. That's from 2011 that for some reason is rattling around in my head. And it's a weird song because I'm not a religious person, but the song is called Like Jesus Does. It's a song by Eric Church, who I okay. like. So I was like, hey, let me uh, I'll see what this song's all about. And I look and it says the song is written by Casey Bethard. I click on it. I was like, let me see this Casey Bethard. So Casey Bethard is the father of C.J. Bethard, who is a quarterback, yeah. backup quarterback yeah. with the Jaguars. Right. So now I'm learning all about this guy's life, Casey Bethard. And he wrote on his Wikipedia page a ton of, like, great country songs. Really? Yeah. A Probably ton of them. He made a fortune. Yes. So but then I'm reading about him. I go, oh, he's got a, his son is C.J. Bethard. Then I read he had another son, Clayton Bethard who was going to Long Island University, which I didn't even know was a, such a thing. LIU. Who was stabbed and oh, killed. Come on. Yeah. So I was like, wow. And I found out all this stuff about this guy's life in a matter of, like, no time. A guy that I never even knew existed. Having lunch with him? 
No, but it's like, what a life this yeah, guy's. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's the tragedy. sad part of it. Yes. He's got a son in the NFL. He's wrote a ton, he's written a ton of great country songs by like really great artists. Like Ken, I'm telling you, like multiple Eric Church, Kenny Chesney, Darius Rucker. Like really? he's got a ton of, if you look at it, it's like a list of songs you hear on country radio. How much do they split with the artists then? I don't know. Is that a 50-50 split? I think what happens is they get all the publishing. What does that the, mean? What like, does that mean? Like, People um, say that. When a, like when a, when you get paid on a song, part of it goes to the publishing, like who who wrote it, and then there's another part that goes to their performance, so who played on it. So that might be fifty fifty. Interesting. But I think on fifty fifty, the problem is is like if you wrote a song with multiple people. Then you're only you're splitting the fifty percent amongst however any yeah people. amongst another whole group of people. Mm. That's why I think it's always, in, well, I was going to say it's good to be on the performer side, but on the performer side, you're 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 paying people who played on the song as well. I get disappointed when I see that the person singing the song didn't write the song. Me too, especially when it seems like a heartfelt song oh, yeah. or a deep song. Like that's why I said with the Bruce thing when that thing on Broadway when I watched it. And he's sitting there saying, oh, people think this song... No, it's just me putting some lyrics down, making them rhyme. I was like, oh, yeah. really? I don't even want to listen to the song anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But then in other ways, I start to... I think like, wow, what a performer by somebody who's performing a song as if... It meant you, something to yeah, them. Yeah, as if it meant something to them. That is true. And then some that really do is, you know, like, yeah, you feel more connected to the song. I don't know. Yeah. Strange. Then I also think it's weird when I was reading about this uh, Casey Beathard, it said uh, that that song, like Jesus does, is the only song on an Eric Church album that doesn't also include Eric Church as a writer. Oh, no kidding. Which made me think, this is the other thing these artists probably do. Once you get big, like you're Kenny Chesney or Eric Church, this guy probably writes the whole song and and they're probably like, oh, I'll record it, but... I want the credit. You can put me in the credits. Yeah. I and bet they, you they do that. They might. I bet you they tweak one little thing and go, I'll record this, but I want to change this line. Yeah, and now put my name in it. And now my name's in it. And now we're splitting that 50-50 Correct. too. Yeah. Sneaky. Sneaky. The music business seems swarmy. Oh, totally swarmy. Very swarmy. Yeah. But anytime money's involved. Yeah. Never a good thing. But there's a ton, the, there are a ton of uh, songwriters in Nashville that make a living doing that. I, yeah, like, I and if you it. If you get... Probably once you get your first hit, mm-hmm. you could probably then start getting uh, getting in with the really popular artists and start sending them songs. There was I told I think I've told you this before. I'll never forget my communications professor at Jersey City State College when there was a girl in my class. She wanted to be a, a songwriter, and she's like, you know, do you have any contacts? He goes, no. He goes, but there's a very simple way to do this. He goes, write your songs and send them. She goes, but then they'll steal my songs. He goes, wrong. You send one to the artist or the building or the company, or record whatever, wherever it's going, and you mail one to yourself, and you don't open it up, and it's postmarked. And if you ever hear your song and they don't contact you, you bring that letter unopened to the courts. You will get paid immediately. He's like, that's how you kind of copy, copyright something without legally, like, with going through all the bells and whistles and paying all the money. Is that right? You have legal dated proof of when you wrote the song. Very interesting. Hmm. Never did that. But yeah. But you could. Yes. You should have done beat Tom Brady and, and written that to yourself. Yes. 
I hear Tom Jones singing it in yeah. Vegas now. Come on, Tom Jones. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good way to do it. You could probably nowadays, now that everything's recordable, you could probably like tweet it out. Or email it to yourself. Or email, you, have a, right. you have a digital timestamp now. Right. This was 1995. Yeah. You couldn't do that. No, we were still pretty uh, early in the internet, as they say. That'd be cool to become like a, uh, just a writer. Yeah. There's a guy named John Eddy who was like going to be the next big Jersey Shore mm-hmm. guy in like uh, the the mid to late 80s after Bruce hit with Born in USA when that okay. became like massive, massive. And he played Asbury Park a lot. He had two really great records, which I still love to this day. And then he sort of disappeared. I I'd st- still see him playing Asbury Park every now and then. But he has been living in Nashville, has written hit songs for Kid Rock and a bunch of country artists. Wow. Like Jason Aldean, I think. Is so he's thing. making a fortune by yeah. being anonymous. That's awesome, right. by the way. And he still comes back like once a year or so to the Jersey Shore, plays his, his songs. That is great. Pretty, that is pretty cool. But yeah. That's not too shabby right there. I always wonder why somebody like that doesn't take one of his... Like, it seems like when that happens, the guys now, they take songs, they write a song today, and they will sell it and get it to an artist. Why not take one of the songs he has from his, like, 1986 record, which was a really great, catchy album, which, unless you were a fan of his, nobody heard, and say, hey, this, I wrote this in 86. Why don't you record this? This would be a big country hit, and it would be... I maybe, he's, maybe he's tried. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. They even think maybe I'll... Maybe I'll write to him later today, Jerry. I've got some time. You do have some time. I got some time on my hands. As soon as you find your dryer balls. <laughs> Jerry, I'm going to look for my dryer balls. I tracked that package today. Um, what else did I say I have to do? I don't know. Boy, really, you're really struggling to come up with something you have to do today before you come back in tomorrow. No, it's funny. Every day on my way home from work, I'll call Gina on my way home, and she'll be like, uh, she'll, every day she'll go, uh, what do you got going on today? Nothing. It's the same every day. Yeah, no, nothing. And I go through it. I go, well, so I can get home and walk the dog, get some, eat some lunch, take a nap, probably play the piano for a little bit. I don't know. Same old. This is every day. That's your conversation. Of my life. You should record it and try to see if that works once. <laughs> Just hit the play button. Yeah, absolutely. You never know. Like, she's always got a different day. Right, because of her, what she does. Yeah, she has a different, she doesn't have a consistent schedule. I mean, my work day is the same, but my day after work is much different. Yeah. Like, today what do you is, have today? Today is a haircut at 1230. Get home by one. I have to do the uh, lineup and the feeling for the game later. I have to be at the doctor at 215, physicals at 245. Then I got to go straight to the field, four o'clock game. Then my brother's coming over at 6.30 to give Joseph his birthday gift, have some dinner, which will be late, which is not what I want to do, but is what it is, and hopefully lay down by 8.15. Hmm. That's my day. That's how, like, I feel like the day's over already. Yeah. And like the weekend, and this is where like you look forward to the weekend. What am I looking forward to this weekend? We've got Friday, we've got a game at 5 o'clock, school game. Then Saturday, we have to be in some town near Cherry Hill for an 8 a.m. game. And then a 12.30 game for a tournament. Then I got to get home, get changed, get into Manhattan in time for this event. And then I got to be back for 9 a.m. on Sunday down in Cherry Hill. And if we win, we play again at 12. I might not be home till 6 o'clock Sunday. Yeah. And then here we are. It's like, what the hell? Sucks. I love it, but I just wish there was a little more time. Right. Like last week, having Friday off, I got to tell you, it makes all the difference. And I've changed my mind on the whole Friday-Monday thing. I love Friday off. 
Really? The feel of Thursday last week was off the charts. So much fun. See, I don't get that. When I've had Fridays off, I think the last day I had off was a Friday. Okay. I didn't get that feeling on Thursday. See, I did because I went out Thursday night. I was, you know, I had practiced and we went out for a beer. It was like, I don't have to worry about nothing. Friday, I'm off. I had nothing to do Friday morning. Um, like too early. I did, but not at six o'clock in the morning. So it was kind of nice. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was kind of cool. I enjoyed Monday's dreary. So yes. I'm, I'm kind of to the point, I'd rather just come to work then. And Monday's going to suck at home anyway. Right. And so by, that, right, because and then even if you're off on Monday, Tuesday still is a weird day. Tuesday is no feel Tuesday. Right, so it feels like a Monday anyway. Correct. So I don't know. I, I kind of enjoyed it. It was fun, but like hmm. that's my weekend. Right. And it's like, wow, I'm going to leave here Friday and be like, you know what? I'll be back here in two seconds. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It's a freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun. Good for you. Good for you. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to the uh, black tie fair uh, Saturday nice. night. Nice. Yeah, we'll have some beers, Jerry. It's always I'm fun. I'm going to have some beers. I know. I'd like to, but um, i got to drive back. I can't. I'm going to have one or two. That's it. Beers, bid on some items. Drunk bidding? Uh, Drunk bidding on some items, yeah. Drunk bidding. Yep. Well, good luck with your drunk bids. Uh, thank you. All right. I'm going to look into this car service. What do you think that costs? Car to go into, but then i got to get back, too. That's 250 each way. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's too much. Okay. All right, Jerry. Soup.